everybody, welcome to Cinema Trip Reviews. Today on the show, we're going to be talking about Marvel's Werewolf by Night. everybody welcome back to cinema trip reviews i am wyatt and today i'm joined by alex as everybody knows everybody should know you by now man you're on the show enough uh today we're gonna be talking about marvel's werewolf by night now i'm I'm sure a lot of people really don't know about this how much do you know about this going into it not a damn thing not nothing (laughs) i just knew it was werewolves which by the way am i the werewolf guy this october this is yeah apparently i was gonna say if anybody hasn't seen it yet go watch our dog soldiers review uh, which we did uh two weeks uh, one week ago now um but that that was a really good review it's doing pretty well i'm glad everybody's enjoying it so far uh but this wasn't on purpose though like us doing yeah, werewolf movies happened. this kind of happened um nobody really knew about this werewolf by night project from marvel and and disney until maybe like a month before like it was not even a month i'm not i'm sure it kind of came was... up snuck up on everybody I was looking into like the director and the actors and they're all famous, but they're all famous for like the director was just like a composer for a million things. Yeah. And a lot of the actors were just like special effects people. And I'm just like, I wonder if like these people are like just hired by Marvel and they're like, hey, <laughs> we got an idea. And they're like, oh, yeah, go for it. I don't care. You know, I mean, that would make Cause, sense. Uh, yeah. Cause ahead, nobody's man. famous in it. No, nobody's famous in this movie. Yeah. Like that, like that Marvel usually pulls down. Yeah, like you said, the director, uh, Michael Giacchino, I'm, I'm guessing that's how he pronounce his name. Uh, if if it's not, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he is mainly a composer. He's done a lot of Marvel stuff, but he's also done like huge other movies as well, like the Mission Impossible movies. Um, There's a bunch of other huge movies that he was involved with. But it seems like he's on the he's done a lot of stuff for like triple a movies big blockbuster type movies um so it was really cool to see like his feature length thing was kind of like a a nice little halloween special for the year for marvel even the guy who uh like the older gentleman who we'll get to um he's like he did special effects for like the old star wars like return of the jedi and stuff so like He's like an acclaimed special effects artist. And I'm like, okay. Oh, wow. All right. But yeah, this movie, it does star uh, Laura Donnelly as Elsa. Uh, and then you got uh, Gail Garcia Burnell. Uh, and he plays like Jack Russell, or that's his name. He called Jack, but they, they don't give him his like last name, I guess. But Werewolf by Night, I didn't really know this just by going into doing some research. Apparently, this was based off a comic book that has been recently revived here in like 2020. Uh, apparently, its first his first uh, appearance was in Marvel Spotlight number two in 1972. So it's it's a pretty old character. Um, yeah. But the the second incarnation didn't come out until 2020, and it's been rolling since then. Uh, but apparently, there's just this whole like you're pretty big into comics, so you probably know a little bit more about this than i would but there's like a whole like super team of like monsters and stuff within the marvel universe that he's a part of uh apparently he has a long-going feud with moon knight uh which is another recent show for them so maybe that's kind of a reason for them moon introducing... vibes from this too yeah so maybe that's eh. kind of a reason they introduced him in here is kind of put him in like season two of moon knight maybe um but also apparently he's worked at as partners with morbius on multiple occasions as well. So with, I don't know how much more they're going to do with Morbius since it kind of bombed. Um, so, I mean, that's all the possibility as well. Uh, but this was Marvel studios first Halloween special so far. Uh, and what better way to do it than kind of draw inspiration from the old, uh, universal monsters, classics, like the Wolfman, Frankenstein. Homage. All yeah. yeah. 
this whole movie was a homage. Yeah, and immediately upon that first trailer when they dropped, man, I I was I was in from the start. I was like, all right, this is what I like seeing Marvel doing, kind of going out on a limb, taking some chances. It's not really that big of a risk because it's only like a fifty-five minute little short thing you just threw on Disney Plus. Uh, so that can kind of like maybe draw some interest. See how that how it, it seems like the perception is really well. Like people are really digging it so far. Uh, yeah. So maybe they'll kind of go out and do these sorts of things, maybe in a like a movie sort of sense or maybe like every year they'll do this kind of halloween special release something like this every year i hope and i mean i'm excited to do the review with you and obviously get more thoughts in your end but mm-hmm. you coming i know you're not a huge marvel fan yeah and i'm on the i'm on the flip side of it where i am a huge marvel fan so i was excited i'm excited to get into it and see like how you felt being a marvel movie and doing this and is it but we'll, we'll get into that once once we get there but I, I am excited to hear those thoughts yeah i mean like you said, it's I, it, Marvel's at this point is just it's oversaturating the market pretty much every sure. year. So it's like I'm at a point where I can't catch everything that comes out at this point, and I'm not even necessarily really interested in a lot of the stuff that they put out. So I just kind of been picking and choosing what I like. And the only drawback of that is, of course, because it is the Marvel Cinematic Universe, there's going to be some stuff that maybe you you have to just you're going to catch on just by watching these other stuff that's out there, the TV shows or the other movies. There's going to be some stuff that I don't understand (laughs) even in a movie like it's a character i know there's going to be some stuff i don't understand because it's present in some other movie or tv show or something like that it's like i mean like you said i read comics it's like comics like i read comics sometimes and it's like above a little asterisk like c page blah 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 and i'm like i'm not going to read that like (laughs) yeah no (laughs) no thank you (laughs) yeah but i mean i i did i was i was after seeing this trailer i was very interested in this because i just love them kind of taking a chance and going out and do something breaking that kind of marvel formula that they already have in a sort of way and i mean i i really enjoyed this to be honest uh right out the Uh, gate Um, i do too but we can kind of get right into it, man. Pretty simple, basic premise for this. Uh, the Bloodstones family apparently had a Bloodstone that would f- they would go out and hunt and fight monsters with and destroy monsters across the land. Uh, and I guess the patriarch of the Bloodstone family has died. So they're having one big, huge funeral and is gathering hunters from all across the globe to pretty much have one he- like final test it's like one big hunt to determine who can hold the bloodstone going forward uh because it was normally i guess it's supposed to pass down through family but in this case uh his daughter elsa has been kind of distant from the family and kind of you know i don't know what like ran away i guess i don't they don't really dive into what she's been doing the whole time now like you said it's pretty short so i feel like we're gonna cap this story but right away this movie even with the intro like the marvel intro yeah it really captures that old timey like feel of it like long drawn out shots these real deep blacks like the black and white looked fantastic i thought yeah i i thought even from the beginning i was like well this looks real good um good no no yeah it, it definitely does um I was a little worried because, of course, some of these like older black and white stuff they usually like to shoot on film or stuff. This was, of course, you know, it's 2022. It's all digital. They just kind of threw a black and white filter over top of it. Um, But they did add in like some of like the film grain. Like and they added, engine. like, the little burns, like, when they, like, flip scenes and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you're supposed I, to I like switch that. the reels and everything. Yeah. Uh, and like you mentioned, the very beginning, like, with the opening title card of, like, Werewolf by Night, it's that just 
awesome like just logo. It's like what you would see if you watch the Wolfman or Frankenstein. It's those type of old school Universal title cards. You're way more into that than me. Um, like, and I like Universal monsters, but I know that's your jam. Yeah. Um, so I, I was a little worried. What really hooked me in the movie is you went over it when the they're giving this hunt to the kids or to the other hunters. And they're doing the ventriloquist of the dummy oh, of yeah. the dead body and the coffin opens up. And I was like, what is happening right now? That's when I like was watching this movie with like bated breath. I was like, what is happening right now? This is awesome. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. And I, I've been watching a lot of these movies, uh, usually in October, like early in the mornings. I usually watch like some of these old school horror movies. I've been watching like Frankenstein and Dracula recently. Uh, so to kind of go into this, it's like not really skipping a beat. I mean, of course, there's going to be some some film techniques and stuff now that's utilized in this that weren't utilized then, because back then it was pretty much like you're filming a play in sorts in certain yeah. scenes. It's just one huge stage. It's kind of filmed kind of back a little bit. It's kind of filmed like in how someone would do like a TV show a little bit in a way. Um, it's very different from what it is how it's done now and i i didn't really know what to expect other than the trailer because i was kind of i thought they were going to do a lot of like the old school techniques but no they kind of stuck within their ways and what kind of works for them too which yeah. in this it worked um, it did work because even though as much as i love the old school movies they're outdated they're yeah they're outdated uh to someone that's not used to them they maybe seem kind of boring they're kind of a pacing chore to get through slow yep exactly and this one yeah. i think they did a, a damn good job with the pacing it flew by i was locked yeah. in the whole time uh it seemed like there was always something happening at any given time you were always kind of kept on your toes but i love the kind of just the the aesthetic of it just when you open up with them explaining the whole story and they had like different pictures like of the of the book kind of explaining the past and leading up to the funeral and i love that transition from the book into like the the full moon there on the night of the funeral and everything uh and you get like the main character jack going down through like that elevator and he goes out into like that walkway where it, it kind of reminded me of like the mummy a little bit, the old school mummy with like the all the drawings and paintings like on the, stone on the walls. And stuff. Yeah, it doesn't really tell you who the werewolf is in the trailer, but you immediately kind of think it's this dude. <laughs> like as soon as you because he's looking at like these paintings of like the werewolves, like the wolves getting killed and stuff. And he just seemed kind of uneasy. To be honest, I didn't even watch the trailer. I had no idea going. Oh, really? Like, obviously, I knew it was about a werewolf, but they actually got me. And I know we're getting into it, but. When he says they have to go hunt the monster, uh, in my mind, I'm like, oh, that's that's going to be the werewolf out yeah. there. You know? so, and they obviously throw a wrench in that later. But um, so, yeah, I was real surprised. I didn't even I didn't okay. even get that because I didn't watch the trailer at all. Oh, so you didn't know like anything going in. OK, I, I knew it was black and white and I knew I didn't even know it was 53 minutes long. I thought it was a whole movie. I thought okay. it, like I went into it last night expecting to watch half of it last night and then half of it tonight <laughs> before we got on. And yeah. I was like, oh, this is only 53 minutes. I'll, I'll watch this whole thing. That's fine. In the trailer, they even show you bits and pieces of Man-Thing, which is a pretty mm. big monster like in the Marvel Universe. Which uh, is coming up. So I knew about that, but I just didn't know how he was going to play into the story. Because like you, I kind of assumed that the monster they were going to hunt was the werewolf as well. Uh, until it, it presented itself, this was the actual monster they were hunting. I was like, okay, but how the hell does the werewolf, werewolf come in? Things yeah. now? Um, but yeah, I just like the a lot of the, the classic, like, homages to different just like the mummy and these old school things uh without you know copying them in any sort of way as well 
Yeah, I, th I thought it was pretty original. I, I mean, we're just gloating about this movie. We're out of not even out of the opening scene, and we're like <laughs> just gloating about this movie. Yeah, uh, I even love the character design. I thought the old guy and the guy who look, I'm gonna call him. He looks like Marilyn Manson to me. I was I was like, whoa, these guys his character design. <laughs> I was gonna say awesome. David Bowie. It was like a David uh, Bowie, David like Bowie, Marilyn. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know it exactly who you mean though. Those two characters, <laughs> I was like, ooh, they look great. Like those look like. Like even black and white, I could tell. Like I was like, they look awesome how they are, you know. Yeah. So it was like a very lived-in universe kind of mm -hmm. already. Yeah, um, dropping I, you in the middle, but felt like I felt like I grasped it real quick, but just dropping you straight in and, and hit the ground running. Like not a lot of exposition, just going. Yeah, and I think that was the only maybe if I had a nitpick about it was like you don't really really know who these characters are. Like you don't really mm -hmm. dive into these other hunters. Really, you're kind of stuck around with Elsa the the main lady who's kind of the daughter the, yeah 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 like the patriarch i guess well not like elsa but i mean like the oh. older lady that's kind of running everything and yeah everybody. the matriarch yeah, yeah. yeah her and then of course jack who's the other main character uh you don't really get you get to see some of the hunters they have a couple little scenes but you don't really dive into yeah. them that much at all you really kind of stick with the main couple three characters yeah i i do have a nitpick but it doesn't come till later Okay. I, we we will nitpick this movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but between these hunters, they kind of go through it. There's like over 200 kills between like these five people, and it's like, oh, you have like 30 kills, you have 20 kills, and then it gets to like this this skinny dude you've been following this whole time, and he's like, oh, he has over 100 kills, and he's like, well, he doesn't look like a warrior or whatever. And yeah. like, okay, that dude's the werewolf, or like that dude's a monster, <laughs> like something's that about, something. off about him. Because he yeah. just seems kind of nervous and kind of like a little twitchy the whole time. Like he doesn't seem like he's supposed to be there. But yeah, just like you said, um, they have like that morbid, like animated body of the patriarch that I don't Great know scene. if they just kind of went out and made that or if they actually used his body and put animatronics. In it. I think they went and used his body and put animatronics. <laughs> that's in it, what dude. I thought. Yeah, I think it's all, I, I mean, that fits in with the theme. I think that's exactly what they did. Yeah. You also get introduced to Elsa, who is the daughter of the of the guy that died. The lady that's kind of handling everything, she kind of pulls her aside, like, you're not welcome here. Like, you weren't invited. And she's like, well, it's my kind of my birthright. I'm supposed to be here. I have the chance to go and, and get the bloodstone. And yeah. you can definitely tell the lady isn't happy about it at all. She's not happy about her leaving and kind of abandoning her family. She's she's not an Elsa fan at all. <laughs> <laughs> They take them out into where they're going to be having the hunt, which it looks really cool. It's like a, this huge like labyrinth this, of just mazes and different steps yeah. and platforms and everything. It looks really cool. And I like how like the introduction, how they're bringing them out like one at a time with just the dude with the huge flaming tuba that's walking around. And they just blow that flaming tuba just every time one person goes in. Yeah, <laughs> I thought the set looked like and not in a negative way at all. But uh, I don't know if you watch Squid Games, but that like set their own in Squid Games. It looked like to me. Like, I thought it was going to be like a hedge mage, but it wasn't, but kind of was a hedge maze. Yeah, in um, a way, yeah. It was cool. It was a cool set. I, I thought a little thought a little bare. One of my nitpicks. I was like, eh, okay. I think like, that more fits with the theme of just being with, like, the old classic, like, sure. the monster stuff. Because a lot of that, there really isn't much detail in their sets back then. I mean, no. they kind of yeah. want to make it look realistic as possible, but there's not a ton of detail. And I was a little worried about like how much CGI they were going to be using in this. And they, it doesn't seem like they use a ton. They use, yeah. it seemed like they try to use a little bit more practical effects than normal. Or I at think least just man like, thing. Yeah. Maybe just man thing and some of the blood and stuff. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, and maybe, yeah. yeah, like it blends pretty well. It doesn't yeah. look like there's too many CGI moments in this one, which I, I like. I think the, 
And I think the black and white helps hide that too. Like True. you can't tell things if it's black and white. You're like, okay. Yeah. Cause I feel like that's one of the complaints about like Marvel movies is it seems like there's just actors standing in front of a green screen most of the time. And they are. And they are. I mean, to be fair, yeah. Yeah. So it seemed like this one, they, they were actually kind of on sets. Or if they weren't, they fooled me. Because it, yeah. it seemed like they were on actual sets for the most part. But then you get into pretty much the game. You just have, like, these hunters walking around this huge maze. If they run into each other, I guess they're supposed to kill each other. Which wasn't, <laughs> or, I didn't think was uh, told very well. I was like, why are they fighting all of a sudden? I thought they yeah. were after this monster. But then Mercer's was like, well, they don't want the other people to get the monster. I was like, oh, okay, fair enough, yeah, I guess. Where yeah, it made it seem like they were just going out to, to hunt the monster, and then whoever survives against the monster wins. But yeah, they didn't really say, like, oh, you're out to kill each other as well. But I guess exactly. it's a competition. But yeah, the first people that meet is Jack and Elsa, and Jack's like, uh, I'm just cool with just not pretend, just pretend we didn't see each other. Just move it along. <laughs> just keep going. And they immediately, like, bump into that the big dude with the axe. And that dude just doesn't, and he just doesn't want to fight at all. This Jack dude just pieces out. He immediately yeah, he takes runs. off. And Elsa, you get to kind of see what she's made of. She's got some moves, man. She's holding her own against this dude. Straight up Flipping takes ass. his axe in pieces. <laughs> Not for long, though, because she runs right into that other guy. Like, almost yeah, instantly. the dude with, like, the crossbows on his yeah. on his arms. This And, and that's my the fight I liked. I liked the fight with the crossbow guy. I thought that was cool. Yeah, I thought that was a really cool fight scene as well. Well and, choreographed well choreographed lots of blood like she immediately cuts his arm off like straight from the get-go because yeah. his arm comes through and tries to shoot her and she just lops his arm off and i was very surprised on how far they went with like just the the violence and the gore and everything within this movie uh because mm -hmm. as far as like the old monster classics there's really not much blood at all really within mm, like the, yeah. the the universal monsters you really got that with like the hammer horror in like the 60s and 70s with like the british stuff but man, they, they really went all out with this. And I saw like an interview with the director who's like, I didn't really know. We just kind of went out and I was surprised about how much they let us get away with. And they said I mean, the, the black and white really helped that or else they wouldn't have been able to get away with that kind of stuff. I'm saying even Marvel isn't like it's not violent. You like not that kind of violent, you know, like yeah. it's fighting and stuff. Uh, even like less even the blood the scene where she fights the guy the axe guy comes in right after mm -hmm. and she's like holding him as he's bleeding from the throat and she's like laying in that bush and like oh yeah that's a pretty gruesome scene <laughs> like she he's like whimpering and she's like holding him silent and i'm like jesus you know yeah. like that's some shit right there yeah because she stabbed him like right through the throat <laughs> yeah he gets like a like a like a bolt like right here yeah and it, it does it shows everything too and i was very surprised about about that and especially some of the other stuff we're gonna get to mm -hmm. but I'm like all right this is just kind of setting the tone at this point like okay what other crazy shit are we gonna be seeing throughout this whole thing yeah and then get you introduced to the the monster itself which is man thing um but he actually has a name they call him ted <laughs> just of course they're gonna give this just his huge monster just a lovable name and he doesn't yeah. talk much he's kind of like a group character in a way just like a, a lovable antagonist but he not antagonist but a protagonist pro, i guess yeah, pro, kind of i guess i mean he, he doesn't he's, he's not the misunderstood nicest either. Yeah, he's not the nice <laughs> seed of the whole movie what he has to be i mean for good reason people are trying to kill him he, he, he has to handle himself you know for sure but you really get to to see why jack is here and why he's been kind of a little weird so far. Because he immediately runs into him. And he's like, Ted, hey, how you doing? I'm here to rescue you. you. <laughs> and and at that point, you're like, okay, this just took a, a whole left turn. I was not expecting it to go this route at all. Because Ted immediately turns into a, a character you like now. <laughs> you're like, yeah. oh, it's Ted. You want him to survive. You don't want him to get hunted. 
But that's pretty much the story of why Jack's there. Uh, you don't really know he's a werewolf at this point, but he's there just to kind of help out Man Thing get get the hell out of there. You don't really go into why he's there or how he got trapped, but that, yeah. that may be a story for another time. Who knows? It just seems like they have a bond because he does say like, "Oh, I'm always saving you," yeah. you know. So it, it seems like they've been doing this for a while. Jack runs into Elsa again. They're in like that little crypt because Jack is getting attacked. He runs into the the little crypt and she's already just hanging out there. And he, like, goes to shut the door, and she's like, no, don't shut it. And they just locked into this tomb. He's kind of just telling her his backstory. She's telling him her backstory. You know how it is. Uh, and then they decide to help each other because he kind of says, like, I'm not even here for the bloodstone. You are. Hey, keep we can it. help each other out. Yeah, you can keep it. I just want to get my boy out of here. <laughs> she suddenly remembers about, like, her, her aunt's crypt. And they said that, like, she would always come back after she's dead to take what's hers or whatever. I forget what the exact explanation was. Uh, but she, they always kept, like, keys in there so she can get out of the crypt if she ever needed to if her body woke up. So she, like, busts into her, like, tomb and, like, steals a medallion out of there. Yeah. Throwing, like, her head and, like, her arm and stuff. <laughs> me and Marissa, who I did get to watch this with me, she was like... She's like, why would that crypt even lock? Like, why would they put a lock? And I was like, well, why would they put a door handle on the other side of the crypt? You know, it's got yeah. full of dead people. <laughs> and then and then when they got the key, she's like, why would they put a keyhole on the other side of the crypt? And I was like, oh, all right, you got me. I don't know. That's how that's how they had to get out of there. And immediately I was like, he's going to have to turn. I know a werewolf to get the hell out of here, but that wasn't the case. Yeah, I do like right at the end when they're escaping. He's like, if you run into it call it ted and yeah. she's like <laughs> treat it like an old friend you haven't yeah. seen in a while <laughs> yeah. and she's like okay <laughs> and sure enough like almost immediately she runs <laughs> into the man thing after he grabs that guy though this is cool i don't know what he's doing to people but he's like grabbing them and like, like melting them or disintegrating yeah. like they turn into light and they just disintegrate and i'm just like holy shit yeah what's going on I'm not going to claim I know a lot about the man thing or anybody else in this universe, so I don't have any clue what his powers are other than disintegrating people at this moment. (laughs) (laughs) Jack has like this little like detonator and bomb and he's just trying to find it. And I like that little scene where he's like trying to stick it on the wall and it's not sticking and he's like throwing it at it. And he's like, finally, he's like, screw it. And he just like sits it on like the little ledge. Yeah, like the crack in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the whole time, like, Man-Thing's fighting to get out. People are shooting at him. David Bowie's hunting him and everything else is fighting. And, like, as they like the wall blows up, Man-Thing runs out to escape, and she, like, shoots, like, a grappling hook or, like, yeah. a crossbow. That's what it was, like, that little wrist crossbow she had. She stole from the other dude. Great shot. She just rips the, the bloodstone right off. And, like, they're saying, like, the bloodstone, like, lowers the power of the monsters or something it weakens them but it also makes them angry or it's like it repels them apparently yeah it repels monsters but like yeah i don't know how it worked when it's attached to them other than just weakening them um because uh man thing didn't seem ted didn't seem that weak he was out here just obliterating people and running through walls so what's he like without that thing attached to him that's what i want to know fun to see yeah and she pulls the bloodstone off of him and you would think that as a monster or a dude that's been a werewolf for all these years, you and you you think you would know about the bloodstone. Why would you go to try to touch it or touch grab it. it at that point? Man. Especially if you're trying to, you know, be incognito. You're not trying to let everybody else know you're a monster. Why would you go to try to touch this thing? And uh, it seems like he's been doing this for a while, so he would know what it is, you exactly. know. But you're there. Yeah. Like and he just goes and touches it and it just blows him straight back and knocks him out pretty much. Just gives him up at that point everybody knows he's a monster like it's not gonna shoot you backwards if you weren't a monster 
they get captured. Uh, they come in with their, their little electric cattle prods and they're prodding him and Elsa. Uh, you know, the lady already hates Elsa at this point and to kind of team up with this other dude and kind of cheat, I guess, the hunt. Uh, she's being punished as well. They lock her them both into a cage together. Uh, I like the kind of the setup they have at this little this little room that they have with this huge like dome like cage like a bird cage yeah yeah, with all these machines around them looks like kind of frankenstein's lab around them a little bit and their whole plan is because he was telling he's like oh you don't have to be scared like she's scared of him like in the kind of hiding away she's like stay away from me i don't want to be near you he's like oh i'm fine like the full moon doesn't come for like another three days we're fine don't worry about it I'm not going to hurt you. She's like, well, you don't get it. Like the bloodstone can turn you if it wants you and like, yeah. immediately. So I guess he doesn't know too much about the bloodstone if he didn't know that. Or, yeah, doesn't think about it because he seems like he's like, OK, I got a plan now. You know, his his plan, because I guess he has been a werewolf for a while. He said his works once before. He just starts sniffing all over her to kind of get her scent familiar with himself. So if he does turn, he doesn't yeah. see her as a threat, really. He's like, look me in the smart. eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like I. It comes back later, obviously, but I did like that scene. I was like, ah, oh, that's a cool scene. The evil lady, they come in and like their cult robes and their masks and everything, looking uh, crazy. I wasn't sure how they were gonna do the transformation in this movie, and I actually really, really dug how they did it with like her kind of cowering in fear with like the, the lightning, the electric kind of glowing off of the wall, and you see his shadow kind of and just kind of growing and turning and behind her and everything i love the kind of the artistic way that they went about it i think this is one of my first nitpicks of the film and not a nitpick i 100 percent agree with you and it it, it goes back to that classic horror because you don't see that stuff very often mm-hmm. like in classic horror you didn't see the transformation it was always off screen stuff like that so i get why they did it but man werewolf movies need transformation scenes like that's like one of the best parts of werewolf movies right like yeah. modern werewolf movies need transformation scenes and i'm just like i was a little disappointed that marvel has all this money and they couldn't give us like a real good werewolf transformation scene. yeah but my guess is I do they didn't want to make it like too, too grotesque horrible. or gore yeah. yeah gory or anything like that but um, i do agree with you yeah. it was shot fantastically like what they substituted it with was fantastic yeah they 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 do a great way of building the tension in that scene uh because you don't really know what it's going to look like even in the trailers they don't really show you what the werewolf looks like at all uh so it kind of it does a great way of building that tension especially with the music kind of crescendoing as it's happening and her kind of cowering and the shadows just getting bigger and everything i i just really liked how they how they did that um like you mentioned like i've watched the original werewolf uh wolfman this morning all that was was just like a, a little time lapse as it's mm-hmm. sitting on like his feet or on his face it's just like these old like 40s time lapses of like the makeup slowly being put on him yeah, yeah. Just slowly happening it doesn't look very great um mm. i watched uh w- the original like werewolf in london from like the 40s the other uh, last week and i like the way they did that one because as the dude's walking he's there's like a couple pillars in this mansion and each pillar that he passes it goes to a different phase of the werewolf so he like mm. he passes one he has a little bit of hair on him after he passes through the next one it's his face is a little bit more deformed and then after he passes the third one he's like fully the werewolf and i like kind of the little like how they did yeah. that in a way 
See, I'm I'm a werewolf guy. Like I'm American Werewolf in London. <laughs> you Show me see, it. Like the skin Gin- stretching yeah. and the face. ginger snap. I love in ginger snap when her like she's like stretching out of her thing. I love that. Yeah, love it, love it, love it. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, and she's staring at him, and I love like this this whole scene at as he's breaking out and fighting. They always kind of keep shadows on the werewolf, and I love like the glowing eyes that they give him, like through yeah. the shadows. I just love that look and how he's like kind of bulky and everything. It makes him look kind of like a superhero, like kind of like a Hulk a little bit. Um, but he has the hair and the face and everything. He looks like a wolf man. So this is my biggest nitpick of the film okay. is that I don't like the look of the werewolf. Oh, you don't. I- I don't like the flat human face. I wish it was more dog-like. Yeah. Um, when me and Marissa were talking about it, she was saying, she's like, well, they wanted it to look like the old classic Wolfman. Yeah, it does. Totally with it. But then, like, you put Man-Thing in it, who doesn't look like any classic. Like, Man-Thing looks like a CGI. It looks like Cthulhu a little bit. Yeah, like a modern. So, I don't know. That would have been the only thing I had to change, is I had to gave him a much cooler look. I feel yeah. like... If we use him again, say in the Blade movie, The Moon Knight, he's not going to look cool enough to like stand beside them. He looked cool for this movie. I feel you. Yeah. But I don't know. Like you put Moon Knight, who has an awesome character design, and then this like 50s looking werewolf. I'm just like, I don't know, man. I feel like they could got him wolfier. How's it going to look in color? Like if they yeah. have to do it in color. Yeah. Exactly. You know, not you can't always do shadows it all the time. Yeah. You can't always do it in black and white. So yeah, that, I definitely that's my one nitpick. But you get this badass scene of him busting out the top of that cage and he's kind of disappeared like nobody can find him. And I had to rewind it back just to see just to see if he was there the whole time, because like the camera kind of pans out and he jumps from like this little like ledge, this like pillar with like this this gargoyle or statue was and just immediately starts ripping people's throats and like slaughtering people. Um, But he is like I had to rewind it. But you can you can sure enough see like the little outline with his glowing eyes just sitting up there in the the background it was really cool uh but yeah he's just murking people he knows how to fight uh he's just ripping people apart just slicing blood's flying everywhere i was very surprised with the amount of gore and blood in these fight scenes elsa also breaks out and she yeah, starts she slaughtering out. people as well so it's just she one had a big cool fight. fight with marilyn manson again i'm gonna call marilyn manson but she had a cool <laughs> fight with marilyn manson i thought that was a cool scene yeah and she like sticks like that blade straight down through the Marilyn Manson's forehead. Yeah, just like in deep too. Yeah. It's like real deep. I'm yeah. like, oh, this chick's strong. And they showed it too. Like I think <laughs> she like sliced her like across the chest at first, and then put it like right in her head too. Yeah, and fun. then like lays her down. It's not like a quick cutaway. Like you see her hit her, and then you see her kind of like pull her down, like with the sword, and like lay her there. Yeah, and I was like, Jesus. The other hunter gets he gets killed there as well at that one yeah. point. Kind of similar to Werewolf in London a little bit. He gets trapped in that alleyway. <laughs> he gets kind of trapped in that little hallway and can't go anywhere. Uh, he's still murdering people. Uh, the door is slow. I like that scene where like the door is slowly going down, cutting off all the light and what you can see as yeah. he's just slowly killing everybody. This reminded me of Star Wars, though. That hallway like, scene? <laughs> with Darth Vader. And then even right after this, he gets trapped in the thing. And then the lady comes and she starts shocking him with the uh, the power of the stone. I was like, oh, now she's the emperor. Like this whole like yeah, chunk reminded me of Star Wars. I didn't Star even think Wars. about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she comes in with like the bloodstone and is just kind of holding him there with, pow- with the, the power of the stone and just slowly killing him, I guess. But of course, you know, his buddy has to come in and save the day, man. Man thing comes back and just disintegrates her Helps this bitch <laughs> too. Nothing. Just... <laughs> just nothing i wish mm. we would have saw a little bit more from him other than just that one move i would have like pick someone up and rip them in half or yeah. do something crazy i don't know 
But that's like his go-to is just disintegrating people. But this this one's even more gory because her like head falls and it's all like like sunken in and stuff. She's just like I mean she's not bone, but she's like all a husk basically. Yeah, I thought she was gonna get her arm tore off originally. Like whenever she's like messing with the werewolf when he's still in that cage and she yeah. he like pulls her into that cage and her face. I thought he was gonna rip her arm off or something. Me too. But, or like, start, I just, thought she was maybe gonna pull or start pulling her through. Like yeah, I was and her, like like face was gonna get squished. I thought that yeah. was gonna happen, but no, he just kind of lets her go and she falls back. But I was like, man, they should have committed. Like have her rip him rip her arm off at that point or something. They could have still had. Stayed, do that yeah. thing at the end exactly the movie could have stayed the same just one less arm <laughs> yeah like that that would have set the tone before he breaks out and starts murdering everybody but maybe they did do that and maybe that was a little too far maybe that was some stuff they had to cut a little <laughs> Disney bit was like no no like no. all right you're all we're already letting you kind of slide by with some of this other stuff that's a little too far yeah mickey mouse said no <laughs> yeah, he's like nope you can't do that no nope <laughs> but yeah elsa's kind of slowly going in to get the the bloodstone there kind of a jump scare you kind of see it happening like you know it's gonna happen he's sitting there weak and she's kind of slowly inching her way towards him and he pounces on her and like just like you mentioned before he's like she stares into his eyes and at that point he just leaves her alone he just pieces out bolts out the door finds the other exit and leaves ted's just kind of sitting there like peace "Peace." and she's like oh he went that way (laughs) okay bye and this is probably maybe my other nitpick is like you didn't have color this whole time so like why why go back into color at this point? It fades into color, uh, into that that camping scene where it's just yeah. with well, the it next does it first on Elsa. It does it first on Elsa because the butler is like, "Oh, I'm here to serve you, ma'am." Yeah, uh, he's the whole. He's like, "Hey, man, I like, was just doing my job. I was she's doing like, what well, I was told." <laughs> clean this shit up, and she's like, "Clean all these bodies up," and she's like sitting shoes. there, yeah, and it, it like pans, which I thought the pan on her was cool. I think I know why they made it color though, because you're right. You get into the camping scene. I think they are going to bring this into the Marvel Cinematic Universe eventually. And they were like, we got to we have to show them color because we're going to do it eventually, you know? Yeah. So so it wasn't like a shock for everybody. Like when he's in Moon Knight or wherever they're going to be, they're like, okay, that's what man thing looks like in color. True. And maybe that's why that scene was there, because otherwise I was like, this movie didn't really need this scene at the very end. I feel like it could have ended with just that that shot of Elsa chilling there with the bloodstone with all the bodies around her. I agree. I they could have saved that for an after credit scene, which there was none, which yeah. is unlike Marvel. It could have been an after credit scene. Cuz as anybody knows that has watched like the Universal monster movies, they end very abruptly. 90% yeah. of the time, like when something ha- it just kind of ends. Like there's no like third like epilogue to these yeah. movies. Like when the monster is killed or done away with, it just ends. And I <laughs> that's what I kind of expected to happen there is Elsa just sits down and then it just where uh werewolf by night and then the, yeah. like, the the cast or whatever but no it doesn't but it was okay i mean it was this kind of comic relief there that them joking around with each other like you can tell jack can understand thing uh, Ted, and he, yeah what he's saying or whatever um, it's a setup i mean marvel can't help themselves yeah they set everything for the future yeah i mean i would be cool with seeing a series or a movie with the, them two just traveling around together or getting into the adventures and stuff like him as a werewolf and this just man thing. Well, the whole time I'm watching, I know blade got delayed, but I'm like, yeah. blade would fit perfectly in this oh, little, yeah. little montage of people, you know, like blade would have been awesome. Even the, the guy who was in there, I was like, Oh, he, I thought for a second he was blade. And I was like, Oh no, that's oh, not the okay. actor who's playing blade. Yeah. But I was like, Oh, that guy. And I was like, eh, it's not blade. But yeah, because that would be a, a part of a blade that we haven't seen, really, is like werewolves yeah. and that the other type of monsters and ghouls that are out there. So that would have been Which, really cool. 
which is what they need to do with Blade. Don't make him just... I mean, I know he is a vampire hunter, but obviously he's going to be in the bigger, grander scheme of things. Yeah. So he's got to hunt this stuff too, you know? Yeah, exactly. So I'd like to see it in Blade. Yeah, and um, one of the other things I, we didn't mention is like, because we, we talked about the style and the, and everything of the movie and the black and white. We did the part we didn't mention is the bloodstone itself is just straight red. Through the, and yeah, I love color. it. Like every time you see it, it's just very shiny, and I just love that the red against the black and white. It, it works yeah. very well. It's like sin. Red. It's like Sin City. Like when you see Goldie yeah. and stuff. Like it, it. It is a good shot. But yeah, that's that's where the movie pretty much ends. There is with the Jack and Ted camping scene. There, you get a little bit of comic relief before goes into the credits um i really enjoyed this movie if it, it flew by like that uh i think it was for a first time director he did a very good job with it especially kind of mirroring and and going off of drawing inspiration from those old classics i think uh they did a bang up job with it i, I i'm with you man i loved it i i knew i was gonna love it because i do like that classic monster stuff even more surprising, I forced Marissa to watch it. Mm-hmm. She hates black and white stuff. She loved it. She was like, this was great. I loved this. And I was like, yeah, it was great. So I'm with it. I, I loved the film for what it was. I mean, it was a short. It was a yeah. short special. Um, I, I loved it. I mean, it's going to be hard to rank it, you know, miss it, skip it, buy it. Um, yeah. I definitely recommend watching it, though. It's it's definitely Man. worth the watch, especially for during like it's October here. It's spooky time. Definitely a nice little short movie to put on at night. Yeah. Um, Halloween spirit. Yeah. If this came out in like a, and I'm going to give my reviewer, if this came out in a because I know the the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas specials coming, like if mm-hmm. this came out with like two other half hour, 50 minute specials, I would say buy it. I think, I think it was good enough to put on every Halloween. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's, I think it's cool. And I'm a big Marvel fan, so it helps me. But yeah, hopefully they continue to do stuff like this. Cause this is something that like this, this really impressed me out of like Marvel and, and Disney as of, as of yet. Cause they've been kind of settling into their formulas as of late. So it's something that it's cool to see them branch out and do something like this uh, and have it be a success. And hopefully they continue to do stuff like this going forward. Uh, maybe have something like this every, every October, have some yeah. cool like black and white little feature that you release. Or pay homage <clears throat> to the next, like pay homage to the hammer films next time. Yeah. You know? do or, something. Like, yeah. yeah, like you, there's tons of like horror genres that are beloved that like and while Disney like hate them because they just own everything like mm-hmm. they do really make good films when they put their mind to it. You know, yeah. like they got it. They got it down to a lock. They got it down to a science. It seemed like after Doctor Strange, too, with like Sam Raimi coming and directing and introducing his, you know, brand of it's not like horror per se there is some horror in that there movie, is some though. horror in it and it's very creepy and it, i feel like the positive reception out of that is kind of maybe what what helped this in a way yeah. and helped disney kind of get out of their comfort zone like okay maybe we can do some spooky kind of horror type things now and maybe go go out and take some chances because they've been playing it pretty safe lately so i like the idea of disney not even just with like werewolf by night and horror stuff just go out and do something crazy like take some yeah. chances why not you got all the money in the world do it do it i mean and coming from a parent who i mean i know like i want my kid to watch stuff like this you know like i want him to be able to grow up with stuff like this that like he's not going to go back and watch the old hammer films they're not that i think he or not hammer the old universal monster films like that it's just at this point it's way beyond him. it's not paced fast enough like and i get it Mm -hmm. even when i watch him sometimes i'm like like, this is a long (laughs) movie like this is a long boring movie like i get it so like it's cool to it's cool to see a resurgence of it if yeah. that happens. Sure, and in a day it. that we don't get too many uh, like introductory kind of horror movies for kids and stuff, I feel like this fits 
fits in right well. I mean, there is some blood and gore and some dismemberment a little bit, not, but not I wouldn't say bad, it's though. anything too crazy. Um, but I think it's a very good like introductory type horror movie for for kids. For sure. And it's it's quick. It doesn't linger too long. Like that your kids would be that scared of it. It doesn't linger. Yeah, exactly. Quickly, we didn't brush on it. The, the sound design's awesome in this, too. Oh, yeah. Um, they use silent moments like old black and white movies very well. There are scenes that are almost completely quiet, and I'm just like, I, I like that. So, yeah. sound design. And when they do have the music, it's very kind of the old, kind of the classic, like, orchestral. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I love that kind of stuff, especially kind of, it draws the inspiration from the old movies, like we, we keep saying. I thought they were going to do it like an old horror, like the old school, like the the handmade sets. I thought they were going to have like all the old cool, like practical type stuff. Um, but it, it definitely was way more modernized than I thought it was going to be. Is what, Dude, what I, I'm trying to say. I think it would cost more money to make a movie like an old movie <laughs> than it would just be a new movie. Like about how much money. Would, yeah. yeah. It would cost them so much money to hand paint sets and shit. And they'd never use it again. They'd be we like, we don't no. have the manpower. To do yeah. That. We're not doing that shit. Put it on a green screen. <laughs> that was the original pitch is like, we're going to do it exactly like an old, like 30, 40s movies. Like we don't got the time or the money to do that. Yeah. Just no, no, no. Go out on the stage. Like we'll, we'll build you one set. <laughs> and you gotta use it use it sparingly. here's a chair you can use this office chair that's it where can everybody find you alex uh always on tap that um you can find me and my beautiful smile and face on tap that reviews make sure to like share and subscribe as always make sure to go follow us on twitter at cinema trip views and go check us out wherever you get your podcasts we're pretty much available everywhere audio only so uh, check us out and leave us a good review there as well and uh as always we'll see everybody next time <laughs>